When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Space Oddity. Starring. Lazra. Asimar. Warlock. Gray. Minotaur. Valorbar. Roxy. Wood Elf. Rogue. Druid. Manpa 9. I don't know. Rune Knight. Acting Captain's Log. Gray. Minotaur. I'm not sure I should be the acting anything. I have no idea what's going on. Lazarus, Roxy, and I went to a clockwork mansion in a swamp to buy a synthetic body called a Sim to transfer the brain of our friend Tiny into. That, that, that doesn't make sense! We met Nampa on the way, and when we were attacked by a terrorist, Nampa took us to a ship thing on the roof. He, he strapped me into the throne with drums on the arms. He told me to, to, to play, and the next thing I know, we're in this flying cauldron of bird shit on the top of a mansion going through the stars and then we're crashing <sighs> note to self find out what a mukbang is now we're on a chain of islands in a different planet working for a clone named Hillop. he says he can fix things our mansion whatever he wants us to get some powerful artifacts we already have two we could just keep them and subjugate this world to... No. That's the old gray. I am an artist now. Anyway, a goblin named Flamikins is sailing us from island to island now. We've struggled through the heat and lava of an active volcano to find a magic forge. Lazra prayed to her creepy sea monster goat god to send a tidal wave to cool things down. Now that makes me really uncomfortable because the old gray, the old gray did things to goat worshippers, but not me. Look, I think I found the forge. I can hear it. I can hear it. I can hear it. Banging. Banging. Mukbang. What the, what the, what the fudge is a mukbang? End of log. I'm eating pizza. I mean, that's all I want to hear from you anyway. Just ASMR pizza. No, that's not it. I'm not into that kink. There's a, there is a non-sexualized version of ASMR, but just like everything else that there's porn of in the internet is just taking it over. Like, you know, what are the, the, the purveyors of fine tentacles going to do now that their entire industry is porny? Not to kink shame anyone, but I think that, 
If ASMR is porn, it is less weird than the not porn ASMR I've seen. <laughs> yeah. Like way I, I, yeah, less yeah. weird. Yeah. There's a desired outcome and yeah. You know what's yeah. weird? I don't know what they call it, but it's like women eating raw sushi. I mean, raw seafood. That's tentacle a- ASMR. No, I think it's, <laughs> is it called mukbang? Yeah, that's weird. what it is. It's like we would basically sit there and watch them eat. Like, first they make the food yeah. and then you watch them and eat. It's always, but and sometimes it's a it's huge like, amount of food that they eat, yeah. Yeah, and I saw somebody eating like a clam. Like it was like one of those clams. What's the ones that grow in Rhode Island? Oh, the like the pecker clams. Quahogs. Quahogs. Yeah, they look. They have scientific. They they're the dirtiest looking clams you've ever seen. Yeah. Mukbang is actually not a sexual thing, though. The primary audience is other women. Really? Watching other women eat. Mm -hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Let's let's talk about timing. Wait, hold on, hold on, real quick. Let me finish my pizza. If the slice, primary I'm audience is what turn on the AC, you guys are getting a free mukbang. Okay, right but now. turn on the AC for a couple minutes is the reason I mention it. Okay. We have two hours before we get kicked out. Yeah, okay. I think I think we should leave the AC off. Okay. But while we're mukbanging, it, <laughs> it, it, the primary audience could be women, but it still could be sexual. Not that I need it to be sexual. I don't. Don't worry. <laughs> Just saying. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm not a mukbang expert, but from what I've read on it, it seems like it's women who are kind of like living vicariously because they watch how they yeah. eat. But seafood's good eat. for you. Oh, so this is like unboxing. It's like a feast unboxing. It's like eating vicariously through someone. Right, like, like I can't afford a nice camera. I'm so hungry that I'm going to watch you eat as much as I wish oh, I could a, eat. Oh, that's torture. The only mukbang I saw was a girl, she was actually making a whole meal, but told like this crazy, like true crime mystery while she was doing it. So people were like, I don't care what you're eating. You just tell me that story. So it's like dinner theater mukbang? Yeah, but it's like. <laughs> you're like chew faster when she's on a cliffhanger. The bowl looks like super huge and her head looks super tiny because of the way the camera is positioned. Yeah, get me back to that <laughs> island and I'll mukbang the hell out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, since we're not going to do the thing with the a with the AC, the the thing meaning turning it on, <laughs> Chanel's very close to finish with her pizza. Welcome back to Space Podity, everybody. I'm Lindsay Bowen. I play Nanpa Nine. He, they, an autonome fighter. I'm Naharna Shell. She, her, playing Roxy. She, her, a very tall, very athletic wood elf of the Circle of the Grasslands Druid, and also a rogue. Uh, my name is Joel. I'm playing the Gray, or Gray. No, just Gray. Not the Gray. Gray. He's a minotaur who thinks he's a bard. I am a he, him. He is a he, him. And we're going to mukbang the hell out of this episode. <laughs> my name is Janelle. I'm playing Lazra, she, her, a fallen Asimar warlock, uh, known for falling on rocks. Um... Yeah, but she's still alive somehow, miraculously. <laughs> Let's go. And here with us for the third week as we explore Hillop's Fantasy Island, the amazing DM from Dungeons and & Dragons and the adventures of Russ Moore. Hey, that's me. I'm Russ Moore. I'm here to make you fall off of things and maybe give you some cool stuff to take with you. We'll see if Lindsay lets you keep it in the interlude here, but you can't get rid of me. I'm here for uh, I'm here for all the weeks. Uh moving forward. <laughs> uh you're 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 absolutely hired. Love it. Love it. Sorry. Sorry Dungeons and Dragons fan. He's uh got too much time for his long-running uh 
300 episode. Don't podcast. worry, I just keep adding podcasts on top of podcasts. So I'll just, <laughs> I just run out of time. Podcasts right. on podcasts. That's a oh, mukbang. <laughs> we're, we're really setting it up for a lot of mukbang action in this one. Uh, by the end of this episode, we're actually going to know what mukbang means. <laughs> uh, we previously saw the four of you uh, evading lava flows, tearing down this, this this tunnel that you'd made yourself into, and you hear uh, the sound of like metal clanging on metal coming from deeper within the, the cave, uh, the volcano, because that's what you're in. Deeper within the volcano, you make your way towards this sound. Uh, Cautiously, not cautiously. What? You, how? How's the approach going as you near this sound? It appears all major, aside from being inside a volcano, all major danger is behind you. Major danger. Well, how silently can Lazra and Roxy untangle themselves? <laughs> uh, roll stealth, and we can find out. Can be combined. Both of you can roll, and you know, let's see what happens. I got a eighteen. Ooh, that's a nat one. <laughs> oh. uh, so, so Nanpa's gonna just pull on the rope and sort of spin them like a like a yarn bobbin, which accounts for the bad nat one. Lack of yeah, stealth. The, the scene, yeah, the, the rope is like unspooling itself, and both of you just fly off in separate directions at the end when it, once it reaches the end. Um, but you've made it out, uh, making we'll, we'll split the difference, making relatively n- not a lot of sound, um, but some sound <laughs> as you as you yelp, proceeding forward. There, perfect. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you're sneakily uh, more so now that, of course, there's no armor in play uh, beyond uh, Nanpa, of course, uh, sneakily making your way down. And it opens into this large central uh, cavern space. Uh, there appears to be, if anybody is familiar with like a blacksmith or uh, or anything like that, there appears to be a forge. There's this large pool of lava and there's this uh, one dwarven woman who's hammering away at, uh, at, a, at the task she's doing. It looks like maybe a sword or an axe head uh, that she's hammering out. Doesn't appear to hear you come in uh, behind her. Uh, on the wall at the other, f- at the far end, there is this almost spot-lit mounted blade uh, that appears is a curved blade, has like this notched out point where it looks like your mace head might fit. Um, mm. Yeah. If only we had someone stealthy who could get over there and and steal it and, and get out of here without getting beheaded by a dwarven blacksmith there. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> The whole group looks at Roxy. <laughs> Let me untangle myself, uh, wipe the bits of lava there on my head, and I'll make my way over there. <clears throat> um, can I? I have some more bardic inspiration, but I'm not sure if I can sing a quiet enough song to help her out with stealthy maneuvers. Well, it doesn't appear that Roxy's being stealthy, having cleared her throat right behind her. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the I was trying to create a diversion so she would look at them and not me. All right, can I? But I will do some bardic inspir- quiet bardic inspiration. Sure. Yeah. Silent bagpipes. I mean, uh, yeah. she didn't hear us come in, so I think I'm in the clear. All right. I'm going to slowly inch my way 
toward the other side of the wall. Okay. Roll. St- <laughs> that was not meant for Roxy. That was Nahara coughing. Edit that out. <laughs> Anything Russ says after this is just is wrong. <laughs> so I'm making my way over to the wall. Clearly, she still can't see me. She's still banging away. And I'm going to try my best to lift this thing off the wall without making a sound. Okay, with with the bardic inspiration that was bestowed upon you in a silent fashion before you uh, started proceeding, please roll stealth um, if you require it. I believe it's a D6 for bardic inspiration. Six, okay. Oh man, I got a six. Roll your bardic. You can, oh. yeah. You can add a six-sided die if you want to. You can also hang on to it. So you get a max 12 you, yeah. if you do well on the D6. Okay, we'll, we'll say you kept it because, yeah. Anyways, uh, you <laughs> you start to proceed in, like, slinking along the wall, trying to be all super sneaky, um, and, like, the hammering stops as you get 15 feet into this room, and this dwarven woman turns and looks at you and says, this is, this is a forge. You could have just walked in. Uh, wait, what? Hi. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. You can come in. Uh, I I make wares for people. Uh, you can come in and buy them, or do what you do what you what you'd like to do. Uh, hi. My name. I have a name. My name is Sherva Strongbar. Nice to meet you, Sherva Strongbar. I was just admiring this beautiful piece you have on the wall here oh uh you're yeah you're you're an aficionado of the artifacts aren't yes you? yes i mean i haven't seen anything this uh curved before <laughs> well uh, and i wish is it do you mind if i i don't want to overset my bounds do you mind if i just yes uh, you can absolutely take a closer look uh how did you how did you make it in did you like airdrop in or did you uh no we uh we braved the lava flow we walked across the hot field which we drenched with our own ocean sweat we chased down a field we walked a rope wow <laughs> We adventured our whole way, suffered the heat, yeah. suffered the fire, dashed over a bridge. We adventured. Wow. You, you did a really good job. So, so you. you're the first ones to actually like brave from like the, you came from the coast and like made your way up and without, and you didn't lose anybody? A really, really weird place for a retail location, I must say. Man. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I spent a lot of time uh, in normal forges, and the the flow of requests is much higher. And I like to be just real precise with all of my materials and take my time with them. So if there's fewer requests for, for goods coming in, then I can just take time making sure that they are the perfect piece of, uh, of weaponry or, or, or armor. Uh, and I can take my time with it and really just uh, nobody around to bother you. Uh, but yeah, if you made it from the coast, like that's, she pulls out this scroll of paper, make it from the coast, not die. Uh, yeah, it's yours. Wow. Look at here. That's amazing. If you, if you airdropped in, that would have been bypassing the, you know, the rules. I would have had to send you back. You would have had to try it again. And then uh, so far, everybody has been melted or just given up because it's too hot. Wow. This is all through the power of prayer. There really is a nicer way of saying you don't want customers. Well, listen, we, we'd be happy to to um, 
that tell people to come not bother you with requests, but mail them in, maybe? Nampa, you're such a freaking capitalist. Every single turn, your capitalist values are really undermining what's possible for an adventure team, what's possible for society. Perhaps this person wants to live outside of those boundaries. Have you considered that? Well, she did say they were for sale. You can engage in commerce and engage in art without engaging in capitalism. Yeah. I agree that the bosses are to be are to be pushed over, except for Hillop, who's apparently going to turn this entire place into a to a resort. But he seems nice. So about this this curved sword yeah. here, we can just I can just take it. It's yours, yeah. Watch the edge; it's very sharp. Uh, but yeah, just you know what? Is there a is there an easier way out? No, yeah, yeah. Take the stairs. Oh, the stairs. The stairs. Thank yeah, you. there's st stairs that go up. I mean, depending on which side, you might not have seen them uh, as you approached. Uh, but yeah, there's stairs that go uh, up and lead you out, and then there's the stairs that lead you down to the coast. So uh, more of a clear path. Because I like to go down to the water. It's heated water, so it's like a nice bath in the morning. You swim out a little ways, get the cool water to drink uh, and boil off, and away, and it's all fantastic. Which is the one that is least likely for us to die on the way out? I mean, just, yeah, the stairs is probably really good. Yeah, yeah. Nanpa rolls up to the bottom stair, looks at the staircase and says, Ah, my old enemy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nanpa, you let us know if you've fallen and can't get up. <laughs> I'll clap my metal hands together. You have Nanpa alert bracelet. <laughs> Uh, uh, one of, if one of you tries to clap, uh, uh, actually, Nampa stops working for a second. Like the, the, the gears just suddenly stop making noise. Who did that? Sorry. When did you install the clapper? Uh. <laughs> stop. Stop doing that. More work for Janelle. More work for Janelle. <laughs> Look, let me, uh, uh, he stops, he opens a little panel in his side, and he pulls out, a, a, just unplugs a plug-and-play module that does say the clapper on the side, and he throws it into the lava. It, it like like the scene in Terminator 2, just slowly is enveloped, and there's like this tiny little mechanical thumbs up that it gives as it's sinking in. Uh, yeah, of course, yeah, it's yours. Here's a, actually, you know what, rather than just uh, fumbling around with a sharp blade, here's a cloth, you can wrap it up, and then I can have, you know, stop having the death of people on, on like, you're trying to get here in a dangerous way. That was really starting to weigh on me. Well, well yeah. Do you, do you need anything? Do you need supplies? Uh... Seems pretty isolated yeah, here. No, it's it's pretty nice. Uh, Hillop sends his ships around and uh, gives me some food and, and that sort of thing. She uh, notices on your on your hip there, Gray, a, a dagger, um, and says, "I don't know if it's anybody else using daggers. Do, do you use it a lot? Do you like it? Do you, or are you looking for something a little bit bigger?" I mean, uh, I always like a bigger dagger. Okay, uh, she. Goes down a, a side tunnel and then comes back with a, a, a wooden case and, and opens it before you and presents you with a, 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 a bigger dagger. Uh, it is uh, large in comparison to the one you're, you're, you're holding. It gives you plus one to hit and uh, plus one uh, to your intimidation rolls. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
It's just got a picture. The, the hilt is a minotaur. <laughs> so you hold it up. <laughs> the, uh, she says, uh, yeah, it, it, you pull it out and the dagger will grow slightly larger than anyone else's dagger in the area. <laughs> on a, and on a and on a failed intimidation above board on a failed intimidation the knife will turn into a spoon until dawn <laughs> so it's a is it is it called a dagger of dick measuring it's just called a bigger knife dagger of compensation <laughs> roxy and nahara shakes her yeah, head it's uh, you just say that's uh, you know uh, i had this picture in my mind you, you pull it out and you say that's not a knife this is a knife. <laughs> <laughs> you, do you know the term runcible spoon? There's got to be some pornographic term for what this is that sounds like runcible spoon. Runcible spoon sounds pretty dirty. Your runcible spoon is just a spork. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh I have a gross spork story. You, we learn things on this show is what we learn. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a spork. A runcible spoon is just a spork. Yeah. I'm both Give me my runcible spoon. <laughs> I'm both disappointed and comforted to know that. I want to trade to like attack somebody with his spoon and like want it to like be bloody. I like how you now have the bigger dagger and the heavenly headpiece. So all these magic items are just I... all ending up with you. So. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to ask her if she could use a heavenly headpiece. I'm thinking she's going out in the lava and birds poop on her, but I don't know. I feel generous. <laughs> Nahara, I mean, do you either Janelle? Do you want the head, head, the headpiece? I don't. I don't need it. I think you'll have more fun with it. I think I'll have fun with the headpiece. You'd like the headpiece? I mean, it's you know, I spend a lot of time in the trees anyway. But you know, it'd be intimidating to the birds that might want to come my way and start some shit. By all means, have the headpiece. I will have because the I don't really need help intimidating anyone, but it's exciting to have it. <laughs> <laughs> My my, I get a plus five on intimidation, Russ. Now you have a plus six. It's when a you got skill. That, uh, when you got that, yeah. Uh, well, it's been really nice to see you. Uh, thank you for coming. Uh, is there anything else I can do for you? Tell your friends that that you that you made it here and that you got the. Well, I mean, you, you'll obviously tell them you got the blade, but that it's a, it's not a scary place if they use the stairs. Nepal looks at Gray and says, "See, marketing. It's not sinister." Speaking of marketing. Where's the ogre? Because we came here to kill an ogre. It's ogre. Ogre. Oh, yes. Common misconception. Some people do come here looking for ogres. Uh, none to be found. Uh, unless they live deeper underground. You, uh, there's, a, there's a tunnel down there. You could take you right down to the, the base of the volcano. Maybe you'll run into something. We're not here to kill nuns. <laughs> <laughs> Roger that. Doesn't matter if there's a nun to be found. <laughs> wow. Uh, I went dark. What? <laughs> Where what? We're not here to you? kill nuns. We're not here to kill nuns. It's still dark. Have you? And she, he, he points at Lazarus. Have you met the nuns in her church? Yeah, they're pretty brutal. I mean, I think I killed some of them. Yeah, I mean, I've met them. Oh yeah. wow! Remember, we met earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Where can we leave a nice review? Oh, um, we have this thing in our in our world. Uh, you just scream out a review into the world and just like yelp it out there. Uh, how many stars you think I I've deserved? What kind of great review uh, <laughs> uh, on myself or the business in and of itself? Uh, and then it goes out into the ether, and people maybe hear it. <laughs> well, I'm gladly yelp <laughs> to the ether. 
<laughs> Good review! Good review! <laughs> Take the stairs! Don't let the com complicated entrance fool you. Wood Forge again, five stars. Thank you, thank you. I'm sure someone will hear that. If the birds were within earshot, they could repeat said Yelp to Do you want to spend an episode going back to Bird Island? No, uh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Uh, okay. You, uh, you proceed out the... You leave. You leave is what you do. You go up the staircase and uh, hail down Flamikins uh, like, a, like a taxi down Main Street and cruises up and you get back on board. Well, we got the... Flamikins, did you know about the stairs? Yeah, but if you go... Well, I guess she said if you airdrop, it's a bad, it's bad news. But the stairs were actually okay. I did know about the stairs. Why didn't you tell us about the stairs? Well, nobody asked. You, 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 you seem like uh, the the adventuring folk who likes to just go charge into some lava tunnels. Well, that's not wrong. But next island, assume we're going to ask you every relevant question, like why is it called Dragon Island? Oh, drag. Yeah. Oh, yeah, why is it? Dragon that? Isle was because there's a dragon that lives there. So do you want, does that mean you want to go to the Dragon Isle first or you want to go to Fang Rocks? Fang Rocks? <laughs> Boy, between a dragon and a Fang Rock. Well, Fang Rocks, yeah. there's actually, I mean, there is sharp rocks, but there's also like these lobster creatures that kind of roam around. Either way, Lazarus probably going to fall. It's pretty flat. It's okay. pretty flat. So I'm glad you guys yeah. believe in flat, me. Flat coconut crab, Amelia hard eating motherfuckers. <laughs> Let's go to the flat fang rocks, flat I fang guess. Flat fang rocks, yeah. up yeah, to sure. the dragon. Okay, I mean, you seem all relatively unscathed so far, so it can't be going that bad. I mean, I feel like we can fight lobster people, but engaging a dragon in pleasant conversation, not really our strong suit. We've got some tails, tails, some some yarns. We've got spin. talents. Okay, yeah, you, you, all this conversation is happening on your way to Fang Rocks. You see it uh, as you're approaching. It is this like sh sharp obsidian, broken, rocky island. Um, there is uh, movement amongst it. There are these these dark, shiny, black creature, crustacean-looking creatures that look quite large. Um, they're moving about, moving from the ocean further inland. Um, and Flamikins, uh, as you're as you're coming up, she says, "They have a layer in the center of the island. I'm going to assume you ask me any questions this time. There's a layer in the center that you can proceed to. I don't think there are stairs at this one. There's nobody to kind of give that information to, though. Um, uh, they don't take too kindly to people coming onto their island, though. So they could." Try and snip ya. I mean, I'm putting my armor back on. First off. Nanpar's looking through the map and the, the drawings of the artifacts. Like, which... These spell cards are so annoying. Which 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 artifact oh, you're is trying here? to find the jewel. The jewel that goes, like, on the... Yeah, she she points, like, to the center there. Uh, it's... it's not not this? And he pulls up the shrunken head. This doesn't go there? Uh, no, the, the, the shrunken head goes on the bottom... It's a pommel. It goes on the bottom. Oh, and then the jewel goes in the center. It uh, gives, you know, just gives it like a, a cool embellishment. All right. Let's crack some shells. Let's have some mukbang. Oh, yeah. Now that sounds right. right. <laughs> I mean, if I had the chance, I mean, we're not there yet, but I think I might have, like, as a last ditch resort, 
if I need to turn myself into something that these things won't want to snip at, maybe we can like, you know, ease ourselves into the island unscathed. I'm just putting it in my back pocket. Amazing. I'll hang way back. And if anybody falls, I'll, he brandishes his club. I'll be here to crack some shells. Uh, okay, so layer in the center of the island. You're approaching much similarly uh, than that you have before. Uh, you can either have Flamingans park, park, you know, park the ship as close to park. I know what I know how ships work. Um, pull the ship up as close as you can to the island and swim out, or you could have the the small dinghy and try and find a place where there are as few of these creatures as possible. What would you like to do? I guess it's dinghy. Let's not be too close because we don't know how they're going to react to us. I think since it's Nahara's plan, can we, yeah, follow her lead? Absolutely. Nanpa's going to muffle the oars because he, uh, <laughs> it's a thing, man. <laughs> He's going to wrap some wrap some cloth around the oars so they can dinghy really quietly okay. to deposit Roxy wherever she wants to go. Love it. All right, guys. So before I pull this little ace up my sleeve. I'm going to, you know, see how people are doing. I'm going to do a little scouting, see if we're going to be okay. And wait, quick question. They're crustacean-like, right? They appear to be like large-sized creatures that look like giant lobsters, but but like black, shiny, almost blending into like the obsidian They might try to eat me if I do what I'm thinking. What I had up my sleeve is like, I was going to try and maybe, you know, turn myself into a crab. But if these guys are like lobsters and they could be like, mm. she's food. So maybe me turning myself into something smaller that seems defenseless may work against me. So I will use my little stealth action to make myself a little hidden so they can't see okay. me. Uh, so you are you alone are proceeding up onto the Yeah, just because I, I want to make sure my friends are going to be okay since like... Since the little guide shows they're not keen on visitors. Sure. So, uh, so I'm going to go ahead, peek around, mm -hmm. see what I see. That's since I have the ability to obscure myself first, that's what I'm going to do. Uh, awesome. Uh, we'll say that, yeah, you can absolutely do that. You find like this uh, small outcropping um, that you're able to get up onto that doesn't appear to have any of these creatures actively uh, moving around. There is considerable, there is a considerable amount of cover from these sharp jagged like obsidian type rocks that are shooting up and out of this um out of this island um you could scout uh, pretty far ways in uh, at least up into the point where you see this layer the central point where a lot of these ones are coming in and out of um you feel like uh, given enough time and your friends being as quiet as you are, if you wanted, you could uh, lead them this way without running into too many of these. Yeah. Give the okay and we'll make our way onward. So far, so good. I just put my armor on. <laughs> it occurs to me that I better take my armor off before we get out of the boat. Because that's the one thing my armor is really bad at. Sound? Yeah, it's loud. Oh. Russ, how big is this island? It appears to be like across like 75 feet tops. Okay. So Nan Nanpa's just going to hold back. And if they call him, he's going to come come rolling. Okay. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take my armor off so that if I go with her, because I think she needs a little backup. 
If Nampa's not coming, I'm going to take my armor, leave it with Nampa, the boat. Hopefully I don't lose it. Hopefully uh, Nampa doesn't get too crazy yeah. and starts rocking the boat and the armor goes over to the size. Yeah, or, you know, he mukbangs my armor. I don't know. He, he does definitely start up a conversation with the armor as if it is a person. So what's it like working with the cow man? All right. So the three of you proceed off the boat uh, following, or the two of you proceed off the boat following Roxy's lead. Uh, you make it... Uh, like narrowly missing a couple of these creatures along the way. Uh, you make it to the edge uh, of this lair, this cavernous opening um, that goes down into uh, where you can presume a lot of them are underground. You, you get the sense that the number of them coming and going from this, uh, there could be um, tunnels and caverns leading down and around underneath the surface. Are there other creatures besides lobsters? Uh, there are uh, birds. There are um, there are these tiny, um, tiny rodent-like creatures. They've got like these big ears. Like you, you've seen a couple of them popping up and out of the rock and going back underneath. They've got these long, tufty tails. Uh, they look kind of like. Like a mouse mixed with like a kangaroo. Okay. Oh, okay. All those little little uh, creature thingies. Okay. Because I don't want to realize, uh, go into, you know, uh, go into this thing and they're all there uh, staring at us. So what I'm going to do is, rule for Wild Shape says, as long as I don't fly or run faster than I normally can, mm-hmm. I can turn myself into one of these little guys. That is freaky. Okay. Uh, so you're wild shaping into one of these creatures. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm going to do a little wild shape. Awesome. Uh, what does it look like when you wild oh, shape? Oh, it's it's like like you said, it's pretty creepy. Do you remember the, the movie Willow when the old witch she she was she couldn't get back to her true form? She give uh, transforming to all these little creatures, so it's very unsettling to look at because the body is doing all sorts of weird stuff, and so. If you don't have a strong stomach, I wouldn't look at it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, less like a, a were- less like a werewolf, just suddenly being a werewolf. More like the the grotesque, like bones popping and yeah, and the bones popping, awesome. and then just like trying to shrink myself down to a little thing here. Things are kind of like. You're welcome for that extra <laughs> foliage in now. Hold on, hold on, Great. hold on. <laughs> ah! Yeah. <laughs> More work for you. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so it's you- like, hi guys. I'm smaller, so my voice is going to be a little higher. You guys sit back. I'm going to go see what's going on. <laughs> All right, Benny. Can we understand sure. you? Yeah. <laughs> what? Who said sure? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Turn down into this little mouse creature, and uh, Roxy zips around the corner. The two of you have found enough cover that you're you're not a, immediately uh, in any danger or being seen by anything. Uh, Roxy, you make your way into this cave, uh, hiding amongst the rocks and following down. It descends uh, 40 or 50 feet and then opens up into this split tunnel system. But in the center of this tunnel system, there is like the largest of one of these creatures, uh, these lobster creatures, piled up on what appears to be smooth black pebbles. 
Um, they are up on top of that, and above them, floating in the air, illuminated by this bluish white light, is this jewel. And it looks, I mean, it's its clearly the jewel you're looking for. It looks like exactly the image that you saw from Hillop. Um, it's suspended above this large creature, though. Okay, so these things, these creatures, they're used to seeing little things that I am, so... They're not gonna. They're not going to be weirded out seeing me scurrying around. If they have seen you, they don't appear too worried about the fact that you're in here. Uh, you yourself see a couple of these other little rodent creatures running to and from. Um, you're not out of place. Okay. All right. So while I'm scurrying, I'm going to see if there is a way to. Um. Now I see. I've seen this thing. I'm going to like scurry around to see. If there's a way through this cavern for the rest of everybody to get in without being seen. Okay. Uh, you move around and uh, kind of duck down some of these tunnel systems and all of them appear to go further underground. Um, as you're moving around the perimeter of this main open area, you uh, actually roll investigation. 16. Uh, as you come back into it after uh, pursuing down one of these tunnels, you see that there's an opening above uh, that didn't catch your eye uh, as you entered. Uh, there's a little bit of daylight coming in from what looks like a, a tunnel somewhere from above ground. Damn it, Flamikins, we said we wanted to ask all the questions about all the routes on the island. It's not stairs, though. Not stairs. Okay, 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 yeah. It's like, so I can get them. So somehow we have to get everybody through that hole down to where this little layer is without being seen. All right, so I'm going to go back to everybody and tell them everything that I've seen, and then we're going to curse Flamikins. We cut back to Flamikins, who's sunbathing on the, on the, sh uh, on the dock of her ship. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there's something I forgot to tell them. I don't know. <laughs> nah, it'll come to me. It's all right. Those, those, can I ask you a question about the spectral pigeons? Yeah, of course. Do we have control of the spectral pigeons or are they just doing their own shit? How much control do you think you would have over spectral pigeons? I don't know. There's like Mike Tyson on a rooftop pigeons. And then there's like shitty pigeon on the street. What kind of pigeon are we talking about? Rooftop pigeons or shitty pigeon on the street? I mean, I envision that. He's from, he's from Alberta. He's not going to know pigeons. Oh, these, are, these are shitty street pigeons then. Okay. All right. Cool. Good to know. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Roxy comes back, relays all that information. Uh, what do you do? Well, before we go in, we're going to have to make a plan on how to beat up Flanagan's. I mean, this is the second time we're missing information that would have been very helpful to us, but I digress. Well, only after she takes us away on the boat. Yeah, uh, we got to do Dragon Island before we All whoop right. her butt. Okay, afterwards, we're going to do that. I can, I can embiggen up one more time. I could do it to be strong enough to lower you guys through the hole on a rope or not. I mean, okay. do we all have to get there? I mean, you got in there. What do you well, think? Well, I, I mean, unless you guys can turn to these little furry things, too. I know, but well, look, couldn't you just get it and bring it back? There's a giant thing that could possibly eat me in there. Yeah, well, then it could eat four of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I remain transformed, it could eat me. It may not be so once I get to full size, but... And how are you going to get a jewel out when you're the size of a kangaroo rat? 
I don't know, man. Yeah. I can just tell you where it is. I can't get it in this form. So I only got a limited time before it could change back anyway. So. Nampa's hitting his club into his hand. Anytime you guys are ready. <laughs> I could use some seafood. I mean, we're going to mukbang. We're going to mukbang. <laughs> All right, guys. You ready? Let's go bang some mucks. <laughs> Let's go bang some mucks. So I transform back to myself again. It's a very unpleasant thing to see. If you've never seen it before. Oh, God. <laughs> I didn't see this the first time. <laughs> he, he looks at Lazarus. You should have given me a content warning. <laughs> <laughs> More work for <laughs> Now I'm responsible for the content warnings. <laughs> like Lazarus says, we could still work smarter, not harder. How about we set up a rope from the top? The rest of us go in heavy, fight this lobster. Roxy, you can go down on the rope and grab the thing. All right. Then we run. Very quickly. I, we're surrounded by lobster people. Lobster things. It's not just the big one. It's all of them. They're smaller than the big one. We can take the smaller ones. <sighs> it seems poorly planned. What's your idea? Cowman. I don't have an idea yet. I just don't like this one. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the episode title. <laughs> if we had some melted butter. <laughs> um, go on. <laughs> if there was a way to transform the lava into melted butter... And if we shoot it down the cave, they all flee, thinking they were being cooked alive. Eh? Eh? Uh, I thought this was part of the mukbang process. Like, you're making sure it's all buttery and delicious for us. Exactly. There's a flashback scene to the ship, and you're all talking to Flamikins about what's below deck. And she's like, well, we got tons and tons of butter. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why, but we got it. <laughs> Back to the island. <laughs> so, Gray, we got butter. I mean, I'm getting hungry. I'm not allowed to crunch anything while we're doing these episodes. <laughs> so, sure. <laughs> sure. I think. I, I think just feel like Nampa is going to put a bunch of butter. <laughs> do you have any extra? Do you have any extra shields down here? Um, we got we got big dishware. It's like metal dishware. About this, I'll show you some yeah. dishware. Let me get out my principal spoon. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so Nanpa's gonna set up a dish every fifty feet along the path with some butter in it, and say, if we we get in trouble, we set this butter on fire, and that'll clearly repel the lobster beasts. This plan is flawless. <laughs> I agree. And it'll smell amazing. You guys, I feel like <laughs> I'm failing an intelligence check just listening to this plan. There we go. <laughs> All right, Gray. Uh, you know, playing music to lobsters, while it sounds like a good title for a podcast, is not uh, <laughs> It's not a strong way to live your life. So I think between... Roxy going down from the top on the rope, the butter covering our escape, 
and going in heavy against this lobster beast feels like we got a plan. So we've just, we're throwing stealth out of the window. I did the stealth thing. I mean us. I tell you what, I'll... Who needs stealth when you have butter? <laughs> no, no. If we're going to throw stealth out of the window, I'm ready for such an action. I just need to know. <laughs> he hands you a torch and says, Gray, staying here to light the butter is a very important job. Don't feel less than. Sorry. <laughs> that, that doesn't read well in, uh, in audio. Yeah. No, I don't want it to read well. Gray flips off. Man, or Joel flips off Lindsay. I'm not sure which. Probably both. Stay in the boat is never a good answer. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. You guys want to go in hard? Let's yeah. go in hard. Fine. All right. How little stealth do you want? <laughs> no. Do you understand? This is a diversion. We sure. The opposite of stealth. Armor's going back on. If only we knew someone who had bagpipes and drums. Oh, no. You, you know somebody who's got cantrip. No, it's coming. All right. You want it? You got it. Oh. Putting the armor back on. Manpa is going to hand all the, the, the 200 feet of rope to Roxy's. I can't even help you do it because I'll be too loud getting up there. All right. Fine. I, I'm going to get a – I got a drum – and I I know the cantrip thunderclap, and I can just cast it willy nilly. All right. Whether it's a so we're a, it's ACDC time, man. It's it's <laughs> hardcore, three chords, rock and roll, getting down the beach. We're just gonna get all the attention. Are you happy with that, Nam Paw? Perfect. <laughs> so I just like. Thunder, like rolling thunder going down the beach. We're li uh, leaving butter, pans of butter behind us. L they're lit. So the scene as it plays in my head is. <laughs> Please there, explain. You know, I, 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 I just want to make sure I've got it clear. So there are, pan there are uh, metal dishware, metal pans of butter. All around, leading up the path in as many places as you can get. Uh, who? Sorry, who was descending? Roxy was descending. I'm descending. Okay. Um, Gray, like, jumps down into this cave opening and begins, like, thrashing the hardest metal and, with all this butter fire going up around him, echoing out thunderclap waves of energy rolling out, uh, driving these lobsters back, maybe... Yep, driving Maybe. these lobsters back uh, from who, who had initially come to see what was going on, but then were just being blasted back by all this thunder. Um, inside, it's echoing and uh, reverberating down, and all of the smaller ones have scattered down deeper into the cave system. There remains just the one large one who is uh, moving off of this centerpiece down towards where Gray is uh, and making... It's not the only spell I have, man. I know. <laughs> I got a shatter, Love too. It. I got a shatter with that motherfucker's name on it. That's what we're doing? Are we going in hard? Is that what we're we're, doing? We've gone in hard. Yeah. It's happening. Go big or go home, Gray. Nanpa is right behind Gray. Moving slowly. That, that. Moving slowly, like serial killer slowly towards you, Gray. Dead-eyed lock with its weird little lobster <laughs> eyes looking towards you. Uh, Roxy, at this moment, you see it move away. It's beginning to move away. Uh, I want you to descend, but give me a stealth check uh, with advantage because of the cacophony happening all around you. Um, I imagine that um, 
Lazra and uh, Nampa Nine are around, like setting up more butter pans, uh, just just in case things scatter. And at this point, Nampa's coming. No, Nampa's coming in on the lower yeah. path with his with his club, rolling Love in the it. fight. The butter is done. Okay. Stealth from Roxy, please. First of all, I got a fourteen. Yep. Then a five. Okay, so we'll give you the 14 there. Um, so the, you begin to descend from this higher up, uh, like Mission like Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. Um, and you're moving down towards this uh, jewel that's suspended in air. And as you reach for it, you feel like this electric um, shock run through your hand. Um, make a constitution saving throw, please. Seven. Uh, it's painful. To you, and you let out like this this yelp. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> Which, as you yell out, uh, the the beady lobster eyes that are up on stalks, because that's how I kind of put my hands, turn around and see you, and it turns quickly and begins moving back towards you. Uh, it's getting shattered. Love it. Uh, I'll give you a shatter, uh, and then we'll go into initiative if that doesn't take it out. I think it gets. A, does it get a saving throw, or do I have to Ooh, roll to hit it? Shatter. I don't think I have to roll to hit it with a shatter. Saving, saving throw. throw. Saving throw. Con right. save for. Ooh, not good. Seven. Cool. Should I roll damage? Yes, please. Um, nine. Uh, where do you position the shatter? Painfully from a tree. I mean, I don't want to hit yep. Rox, so it's close to the. I'm trying to get this thing in the edge of the shatter, not close to where Roxy is, because it's come off yep. of it, and I know that it's about a ten foot awesome. radius. Um, yeah, so you place it down like uh, adjacent to like the head of this creature, and it blasts it back. Roxy, you see it uh, more clearly than anybody else, but it, like the side of its face gets crushed in as it falls to the ground. Um, and is writhing, trying to crawl up towards you, but you're able to reach out and grab that jewel uh, and begin to uh, climb back up. Um, outside, uh, at a perimeter of all of this burning butter, there are all these lobster creatures just waiting to try and, like, patting at the butt the, the flames with their big claw, trying to f stamp it out. Um <laughs> Gray, you see inside that Roxy's <laughs> grabbed this jewel and is starting to move back up. What do you and Nampa do? I don't know what Nampa does, but I think it's time for us to get back on the boat. <laughs> uh, uh, Nampa's going to take a couple of swipes at this thing on the ground to cover Gray's escape. Awesome. Uh, it's it's uh, it's moving slow. You're gonna you're gonna be able to hit it. It's essentially prone. Uh, you want to roll some damage for it? Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna put his uh, put his buckler away and uh, do this thing to him. Okay, that's gonna be a uh, dirty twenty. I roll again because it's prone. Yeah, dirty twenty okay. to hit yeah. for eleven damage. Uh, as it's like reaching up its claw and it almost grabs Roxy's uh, foot before she gets up and out. Uh, Nampa, you come in and club down into it and like lobster gut splatter back towards you uh giving roxy the moment to get up and out of this cave system uh everybody else is trying to run at this point bring the claw <laughs> <laughs> good eats it's the best part we see a scene of the four of you uh tearing down this butter lit pathway back towards your dinghy boat uh nanpok <laughs> dragging this large lobster claw behind him <sighs> 
as you get to the edge, like you're being like close, you see like bird's eye view, all these lobsters closing in around you. You leap from the edge towards the dinghy and this final buttered pit that you've set up explodes and the fire behind you as you land down in the dinghy. Nanpa yelps out. I love this resort! <laughs> and that's where we'll leave that episode. <laughs> <laughs> The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets. <laughs> <laughs>